0: Alright, season 42, episode 9 of Survivor. So, it starts off with everyone getting back from camp. Well, one tribe comes back first, and then a few minutes later we see the other tribe come back from their tribal council. Um, We didn't really see them talk about the tribal council itself, and I was really looking forward to, like what the first tribe thought of the second tribe's tribal council, you know, all the stuff haf- happening with Drea and Jonathan, and so I was pretty disappointed to, like, not see any fallout from that because I thought that was, uh it definitely would have been interesting to see that. You know, we saw Lindsay talk to Hi the next day about how, oh, Jonathan's kind of an idiot, but we really didn't see, like, a full, like, uh reaction from the first tribe, to the second tribe's tribal council, so, I was definitely annoyed by that, um, they go to the reward challenge, it is for food and shelter for the night, we see beforehand, like, Marianne, like, full-on, like, shaking, um, that kind of made me uncomfortable, it's like, like, we get it, okay, it's hard, like, I feel like they're, constantly trying to, like, prove how hard the show is because they shortened it to 26 days. That's just my read on it. It seems like every week, Jeff's like, all right, you guys are actually out here. Like, you know, you're not going to go back to some motel. Like, you guys actually have to sleep out here. And then, like, other scenes where Jeff's talking about, like, man, this is, like, so difficult, et cetera, et cetera. And it's like, we just see them, like, shaking, and it's like, I don't know. For me, it's like, I just give them a jacket. <laughs> like, it feels like it's a little excessive, in my opinion. Um, I don't know. It, Like, I, I can understand that, yeah, I mean, that seems like it would be really hard. I just don't know why it needs to be so hard. Um, maybe just to prove. The thing is, like, okay, even if they are trying to prove that yeah, this is a 26-day season, but it's harder than a 39-day season would be, it doesn't even matter because you see all these comments online of people saying, "Um, it's only 26 days, so it's not as hard. So you're you're still not going to convince those people. And then there are other people who, like myself, who think, like, stop trying to make it excessively hard just to make up for the fact that, you know, it's not, it's shorter than a a normal season up to this point would be, so I find it a little bit uncomfortable. I don't want to watch people just shake because they're freezing. It's like, I'd rather they just have a coat (laughs) and that not be a thing, so anyway, they get to the challenge. Um, Let's see. They start in the water. Um, They run out, do an obstacle course, and they have to land this you know, beanbag thing on a, uh, flat little table thing, um, Lindsay ends up winning, and she gets to choose two other people to come with her, I thought that she was going to choose three other people to come with her, and split the tribe in four and four, so I was a little bit surprised to see that she only gets to take two people with her, because, um, In my mind, I'm thinking, okay, so she's taking two people with her, you know, she's potentially creating a minority of three people against a potential majority of five back at camp, Um, but it seems like their bonds are just too strong by this point, and that it didn't really matter that they had only three people with them on the reward Because we didn't even see anything from back at camp while they were on the reward. We didn't see any conversations or anything. So there's probably nothing significant that happened. But anyway, when she wins the challenge, she takes uh, Omer first and then Mike. She says the reasoning is because they've been on no rewards or very few rewards. Which, you know, probably BS, but everyone needs to have their BS reason for why they're taking someone, because they can't say, oh, it's because I want to strategize with these people. So that was her reasoning. Um, and I wonder if she had asked, I highly doubt it, but it's like she asked if she could take one more, and she was able to take Mike. I wonder if she was able to, if she had been like, can I take one more, if Jeff would have been like, okay, I guess so, or if or if it was like, no, we're, we're set on three people. Because I, I did, I feel like normally... It's down to eight people. I feel like they would normally split it into four and four. So, again, I did find it a little bit odd that the winner of the challenge was forced to choose a minority of people to come with her on on the reward. So, anyway, they go on the reward. um, They hear the odd, creepy um, sounds or voices out there which was super bizarre I don't think anyone well I certainly didn't think that was like cool um and then they saw you know they saw the videos of their families which was definitely cool um I personally I thought like showing like the five or six or seven or however many screens it was up on the rocks I actually did think that was kind of cool I've heard people say like it was kind of odd, and let's just, let's just show them, like, one, one big screen, and just have it be one screen, so they can see everything, and that the cast, or that the production was trying a little bit too hard with all the different screens, but personally, I don't know, I found it cool. What I did find annoying about it, though, was that the middle screen was, like, very much partially cut off, so it's, like, you can either look at the big middle screen and see the biggest screen or but the but parts of it are like cut off or you can look at one of these other screens where no part of it is cut off but um but they're smaller so that that kind of bothered me that it's like okay I'm not really sure which one to look at um so I guess in that way it was kind of annoying but I don't know I didn't mind it I I did think it was kind of cool overall the the videos, at least, Um, and then a few minutes later, this is when Omer says to Mike, when they're talking about what, you know, they're kind of in a mood, like, opening up to each other and stuff, and Omer takes advantage of that, and he says to Mike, "Hi has told me that you're his puppet, and that he's just playing you, essentially, and this really pisses Mike off, and he says, Like, you know how I believe you because what you're saying is making a lot of sense or something like that? Um, And Omer's like, yeah, I know. It was a lie, but Omer knew that it was a smart lie to tell. You know, the episode title is called Tell a Good Lie, Not a Stupid One. So this is obviously something Omer's thought about because... Because Omer has realized that this is kind of the way that High treats Mike and without actually explicitly saying that Mike is High's puppet. Like, he knew that Mike also felt like High was kind of playing him. So by actually putting it into words, that's what really um, set Mike off. And Mike was like, okay, I need to go after High now. Like, Mike, you can tell up to this point, Mike has kind of have a, had a feeling about High playing him. But, you know, with Omer putting it into words, even if those words are false it really set Mike off and he's like, okay, I just need to go after high now. Um, so that was kind of, that was kind of the move of the episode on their ward there. Omar telling that to Mike, um, Lindsay tells them about her amulet advantage, which personally I thought was a mistake. I think, you know, you've already made it to final eight with this amulet thing. I would just keep, continue to keep it a secret um, especially getting close to the end game, it's like, I feel like, and she doesn't know who else might know about it, so it's like, it's possible that, um, Drea or Hai have told other people about the amulet advantage, so maybe, so maybe Lindsay's just like, okay, let me just get ahead of this while I can, and just go ahead and tell Mike and Omer about this right now, um, but, And it's easy to say from home, like, you know, I don't think anyone else knows about it and it seems like it was a mistake. But I don't know. For me, if I'm getting close to the end game and I have this, you know, relatively secret advantage, it's like I'm wanting to not tell anyone and play it to make a big move and kind of shock everyone with it or something like that. And then it was like my big move. But now other people knowing about it, it kind of... Might retract from that a little bit if she does, you know, if she does get the idol, or if, or if she does play this steal a vote. It's like people are gonna know about it now, so it's it's a little bit. I thought it was a little bit of a mistake to tell them that. So Lindsay tells Omar and Mike about the about the amulet advantage that her Dorea and Hi have, where if all three of them. Use it together, they can play one extra vote if one of them gets voted out, then the two people left can play a steal a vote, and if both other people get voted out and there's only one person left, then it becomes a full idol um and you know what? I forgot about the scene with Marianne finding an idol now that I think about it, so I'm gonna circle back to that so near the beginning of the episode, Lindsay says. Two idols were played last night. Um, Generally, when two idols are played, at least one idol is hidden again. Lindsay nearly finds the idol. She basically puts her hand on it, but she, you know, wasn't looking closely enough, and she didn't seem to notice it. And then she walks away, and then we see Marianne coming and finding the idol, so that that sucks for Lindsay, but it's great for Marianne, because she, you know, from a game perspective, didn't really need to play her idol at the last Tribal Council, but from a symbolic perspective, she thought it was important to play the idol with Drea, um, so it was good, it was nice for her to find that new idol, and then now no one else knows that she has the idol. I will say, the one thing I found annoying about it was that it just felt too easy, you know, it's like, on previous seasons of Survivor, I would be fine with someone finding an idol like this, but on this season, or even on last season, where, you know, kind of the, uh, the vibe of the season is everything, every advantage you get, you have to work for, or there's some sort of disadvantage alongside it that you have to figure out, um, I thought it was I thought it was pretty unfair, actually, to actually make an idol this easily uh, granted to someone. Where And again, props to Marianne for finding it. Like, she, she earned it. But still, it's like some of these other advantages have come with, like, big disadvantages alongside them. Like, I mean, Lindsay, she needs to full-on vote two other people out to get an idol i mean there are people who with the initial beware advantage of the season some of them risked not having a vote until the merge to get an idol um and then with some other advantages like drea's uh what is it the knowledge is power she had to get her hand like her arm like fully painted red to get that advantage so it felt a little bit a little bit bizarre for me for them to just like now hide an idol like normal and for it to not be any sort of beware advantage and it kind of felt like production was saying like okay we're you know we're out of tricks this late in the season like we don't we don't really know what else to do other than just place it back out here um For me, I would have liked to see... And I'm not necessarily saying I'm a big fan of all the twists with the advantages. But it just feels really odd for them to then go back to just having a normal idol be hidden. Um, I would have liked to see some sort of disadvantage or some sort of twist associated with it. Like there has been with basically every other advantage this season that I can think of um, just to kind of make it a little bit more fair. So again, happy for Marianne that she found it. I think that's great for her game. I think it's great that she had an idol, but now people think she doesn't have one, but then she finds one. So now it's even better for her because now she has a secret idol that, you know, theoretically no one knows about, but I do think it is a little bit odd that there would be no sort of disadvantage associated with it so that aside I definitely wanted to make that point so Lindsay tells Mike and Hi about the amulet advantage they're like oh wow that's interesting um can't remember anything else that happened on that reward challenge so definitely some significant stuff you know Omer with the with the play of the episode right there um and then Let's see. We see the immunity challenge. Uh it is a balancing challenge and it comes down to Lindsay and Jonathan at the end, which has happened before. I think it happened either last I think it might have happened last week that it came down to the two of them at the end. Jonathan Juan. Last week, this week Lindsay pulls it out. It's a balancing challenge and Lindsay pulls it out over Jonathan. So a lot of screen time for Lindsay this episode. Some people were saying, like, oh, this was kind of Lindsay's coming out episode. I I agree to a certain point and Lindsay actually has been my winner pick for a while, just kind of as a dark horse. I think Omer is the clear favorite, but kind of as a dark horse, Lindsay's been my pick. Um but at the same time, it's like she won both challenges. And just from an editing perspective, which I try not to read too much into, but, you know, to a certain degree, you can't help it. It's just from an editing perspective, it feels like they had no choice but to include her in the episode. And I didn't really, with her winning both challenges, and I didn't really feel like they went above and beyond at all. Like showing her gameplay especially. I feel like they, if anything, I feel like they still continue to show sort of the bare minimum just with her winning both challenges. I felt like they didn't really show us more than they had to. So, you know, it's it's hard to say. I, I still think she could win, but I still would like to see a little bit more edit-wise from her. But forgetting the edit, like... Yeah, I think she's definitely a viable winner candidate. I think she's played a very under-the-radar game, and I think that she is really not being targeted. The one thing I would worry about for her is, has she played the game hard enough? And it's like, hopefully she can kind of peek here towards the end and get people in the jury seeing that she has played hard i think she would need to get omer out um i think omer has just played like too masterful a game to really lose to anyone at this point um and i could be wrong but that's at least that's what it seems like thus far um so yeah definitely i like lindsay's game so she wins immunity everyone comes back to camp and it seems like the consensus is high kind of from the jump. Um, And it seems like Mike would have been the only, uh, the only thorn in that plan. But now that he wants high out, it's like high really doesn't have anyone in in his corner trying to save him. Um, So you just, they just go from conversation to conversation and it seems like pretty much everyone's saying like, let's just get high out. Um, Omer at a certain point, it's like, is this too easy? Should I try to work with high now? And you know, in that and like try to rise him from the dead or something like that. And in that moment, I'm like, Oh, is he going to try to switch it? But then it's like, you see his conversations and he's saying Omer with or he's saying hi with everyone. And it's like, it feels like it just wouldn't make any sense to try to switch it at this point. So, uh, the, the switch would have been on to Jonathan. He was, from what we saw, the other name being floated around, but it seemed like everyone was going for high. Um, and then, so we go to tribal council, pretty firmly sure that it's high being voted out. Um, you know, at Tribal Council, you just see everyone's answers trying to be, like, vague enough to where is not going to be suspicious. Like, people try to give answers that could apply to either Jonathan or high going home. And, you know, I imagine that's pretty difficult to, like, give an... Like, Jeff asks you a question, and it's like, you have to give an answer that, one, gives the illusion that Jonathan is going home to high and two you also don't want to make it seem like you're making it too obvious to jonathan that jonathan's going home even though he's actually not going home so it's like there's there's a lot to keep in mind at tribal council when jeff asks you a question so it's like there's a lot of opportunity for someone to slip up and for how to figure out that he's the one being targeted um I did think it was really interesting at one point. Lindsay gave an answer. I don't remember exactly what they were talking about. Like, I think Lindsay said something about, like, we want to level the playing field, so we want to take out, like, someone that's going to let us do that. And then Jonathan, I thought this was completely fake and, like, theater. I thought he was acting, and I still think he was acting, when he said, like, oh, Lindsay said, like, we need to take out someone who's going to level the playing field, I need to think about, like, what that means to me. I think he was just faking it so that High would just continue to feel comfortable and not think that High is on the chopping block at all. That's really what I got from that. Um, I don't know if that's necessarily true. Like, it's possible that Jonathan actually did feel like he was in trouble, but really, I do believe that he was um he was faking it so that high would feel extra comfortable and obviously it worked because the vote comes around high has no idea he's going home neither jonathan nor high play their shot in the darks jonathan gets two votes one from high one from romeo and i think romeo just wasn't didn't really i think people just didn't tell him what was happening that would be my guess um and then High gets all the other votes, and High is going home. Um, I thought his exit was super classy. He's like, man, that was amazing. Like, that's exactly how I wanted to go out. Um, I thought that was great. And everyone... He left with, like, everyone smiling and laughing. I thought that was really classy from High. Um And... Yeah, that was pretty much it for this week's episode. I thought I thought it was a pretty good episode. I mean, I didn't think that high. just reading the edit, you know, and I try not to, but it's like, I felt like he has had such a big edit that I thought that he was going to go home around this point in the season, um, just because he's been playing a little bit too hard, in my opinion, so... I think Lindsay has a good chance of getting to the end. I think Omer has a good chance of getting to the end and winning. I think Drea has a decent chance of getting to the end and possibly winning. Um I don't think Romeo can win. I don't think Jonathan can win. Who else Mike? Mike could maybe win. He he could maybe win. Um Who else is there? There's Marianne. She could you know she could win too. So I would say other than Jonathan and Mike or excuse me other than Jonathan and Romeo I think the field is still pretty wide open I think it's hard to say that Omer is not the clear front runner right now but if he gets voted out or if someone else like really steps up their game towards the end I think the field is still wide open um and yeah I thought it was a, I thought it was a pretty good episode and I definitely look forward to the rest of the season